0: As long as it's done on Patreon, because I want money and credit for this. I don't want this done on the main feed. I want people to, since you're cracking all of society, let's make sure we get 48 people's $5. All
1: right. right, Yeah, of course. And then the main thing is all the fucking titties. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Big titties. Praise him. (laughs) John, go.
0: So, basically.
1: This is the world's first and only dirty evangelical Christian podcast.
0: Uh, First things I want to say is, let's do some fucking cocaine off of. Blessed Mar- they're married. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Praise him! Uh now. <laughs> Exactly,
1: Sandusky did it, and it was part of God's love. Praise him!
0: Oh my God! No, absolutely! <laughs> <not>. Absolutely! <laughs> Fuck you! Absolutely! <laughs> I gotta tell you, Penn State still skates on that for me. Like that's the craziest thing ever. Where they were like, "Look, do you want to win football games, or do you want to win football games?" And I guess it means that sometimes your defensive coordinator has a shower that's soundproof what do you fucking want from me
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is one of the things where i tried to watch a movie but they only had like the dramatic recreation on hbo about uh, oh with al pacino playing joe pa i don't i just want to know how what the depths of joe paterno T- turning a blind eye to because sandusky was like one of those guys where it's like have you ever seen the documentary about the usa gymnastics yeah yeah where the great the larry Nasser, qu- literally one question in where it's like hey uh mr Nasser, just gonna ask you two questions because i don't even really want to talk to you when you give these massages to these 12 year old girls are you erect he's like i am a man and th- they're like what and he's like here's my labeled it was like his his hard drive had Larry Nasser with his phone number on it, and it was just <laughs> fucking two scoops Wait. of raisins packed with child
0: porn. Okay, here's what it is. It's literally the hard drive is written on it. It says Larry Nasser, It's his full address. And then it said, if you are a law enforcement individual, you're not allowed to look on this. I <laughs> so uh, there he is loved I... the grateful dead. I went on a little bit of, we're just going to cover, this is what I believe Joe Paw, because I can answer your question, is Joe Pa, I think, is much like the couple featured in that USA gymnastics documentary that are harrowing, which is basically like, I'll tell you, I was aware something was going on, and that was victory. Victory was happening. Yeah, I mean...
1: like. Where's the line, John? It's really hard to parse. Like what is more important winning a football game where everyone that plays it is just getting an education that they're pretty much banned from actually getting because you want them to play football so badly or
0: destroying lives. Yeah, exactly. What's more important. What's more important. A child thinking that the world is safe and that they slowly with a mature idea, come to understand that there is danger in the world. Um, uh, so is that important, or is it me winning football games? Those things are equal. What do you think is more important? Well, my name is Joe Pa, and I suck. So I think it's the second one. Um The Grateful Dead. So basically what happens is you watch exactly that. It's Silicon Valley in the 80s, which is so much money. They are not societally acceptable at all. They're the cult act, they are super druggy. Um, Phil Lesh does not remember. The bass player does not remember the years 1980 to 1986. Like he's just aware that they occurred. That's amazing. He had to move to another town because he just kept going to the same bar every day. And that's how he quit drinking. Is he just, he was such an alcoholic that he was just like, well, if I move to a place where I can't walk to get booze, I won't, uh, I won't drink. And then he just did a bunch of Coke. And then he finally quit that. Cause he, um, <laughs> he was so fucked up. Uh, there, uh, organ player a guy named brent midland um they had to start using service elevators because anytime he would go into a hotel lobby he would punch out the light bulbs uh routinely uh drove his motorcycle the wrong way down the highway in marin county where they all lived because it was quote unquote faster uh he was also bullied a bunch by the band because he replaced like this jazz virtuoso keyboardist and they were just a bunch of weirdos and drug addicts and so he like spent 10 years in the band and like always was racked with guilt and concern all the time and up to including there was a giant fallout when he died of a heroin overdose in 1990 and Bob Weir, the rhythm guitar player mimed pretending to drop his coffin while being the pallbearer.
1: This is what happens when you have so much money and no matter what you record, people just say it's experimental This is even crazier. Show up.
0: You are correct. What's even crazier at this point, they're not recording any album. They make an album in 1980 called grateful dead, go to heaven. And Dylan, If you look at the cover, the cover says, yo, we are on cocaine. They are all in white suits. It's a white background. It's overly white. They all are trying to smile, but you can tell, do not know how to do that right now because they are just too too busy grinding their fucking. They're too much. Please look up the photo right now. Look up the photo right now. now. It's they're so they know what they look like. They look like the guy who found the right bus boy at a all inclusive in Mexico. If everyone, if anyone here listening is from Canada notes, I'm talking about. Canadians like to go down to Mexico and try and buy class A's from the staff at resorts. It's like a hilarious thing that we're known for.
1: Yeah, the Grateful Dead Go to Heaven just looks like, I don't know, man, it looks like a disco album.
0: Was it? Yeah, disco? like that's the other thing is it looks like a disco album because the thing is that there's so much on cocaine that the only the, the most sober one is one of their two drummers, Mickey Hart. And he's a, a, like a shithead weirdo. Who like made them mix crickets into one of their albums, and he's obsessed with disco. So for like three years, if you listen to their live albums, so they are now being taped all the time. They are like the band of yuppies everywhere. So in the eighties, you get these weird things like Ann Coulter is a massive Deadhead. There's all these photos of Tucker Carlson at Grateful Dead shows and with members of the Grateful Dead, and like Tucker Carlson's on a variety of Grateful Dead podcasts and interviews talking about how. Um, They had this uh, lead singer, lady lead singer, who was their second keyboard player, Keith Gacho's wife, Donna Jean Gacho. They had to leave the band because he became a heroin addict and Bob Weir just kept fucking her. And they were like, can you please stop breaking up the marriage that's in the band? And Bob Weir, he said no. He said no. Um, Yeah, well, I mean, it
1: makes sense. Yeah, Tucker Carlson has a picture with Jerry Garcia jerry garcia but i mean that's a fan photo people can like things that don't necessarily it's, but it's so
0: support. crazy like it's a big giant thing in american politics is a sh- like al gore and bill clinton were both massive grateful deadheads they acknowledged jerry garcia when he died at it they held a press conference to be like america's poet is dead like ann coulter has like is like gone to like a million shows like it's so weird there's a bunch of senators that are a part of it like there's a whole thing to it dick cheney loves them
1: <laughs> the real dc
0: yeah uh, I, by the way that my that i mean uh dick cheney calls uh anyone from iraq the grateful dead
1: <laughs> so you how did you start liking the grateful dead because i'm confused are you a politician
0: i am actually i the am
1: politician adjacent you're from ottawa
0: i'm jesse waters here's how i got into the uh the grateful dead is uh i got really really sad when my friend paul byrne died and i couldn't really listen to anything because everything just reminded me of him because he was in comedy and stuff like that so i had to like find brand new things to just distract me and i always really liked david crosby's a biography that i watched when i was 11 because his story is so insane where he's like i'm a beautiful harmony singer um, I sold my Mercedes three times because I kept selling it to drug dealers for cocaine and then they would die of a cocaine overdose, so I would steal my own car back and then sell it again. I'm Marith- I gave him a lisa Ethrich cum. I got a weird mustache. Like I just find him a fascinating guy. So I listened to his podcast called Freak Flag Flying, which is the most pretentious podcast in the world. And he goes on and on about how good Jerry Garcia is as a guitar player. So I listened to Europe 72 and I also watched their documentary a long strange trip on amazon which is a fucking banging documentary dylan will never watch it because he's a father and it's six parts and let me tell you what happens when you're six parts six parts yeah you're a father there's no way you're ever watching that
1: No, i could watch it over the course of a month
0: yeah you could watch yeah that's correct this is the
1: thing about being a parent well i should say a parent an active parent
0: that's (laughs) correct a good parent Um,
1: (laughs) is that you can be like, oh, I'm watching. If, 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 a parent, if a parent of a young child ever goes, oh, you're watching this? If you're their friend, just say yes. And then let them talk about it. Because yeah. that's the thing they, they get. That's the hour they have.
0: Can I say this? That's a very interesting. Is that I feel like I, I try and be a good friend to friends of mine that are parents. And I feel a lot of people don't do that. And that like if a friend who's like a as a kid is like, I got to cancel plans. I'm always like, oh, yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. Or like, Hey be on time all that sort of stuff and i find it so fascinating when people always complain about parents where they're like fuck once they got that kid they changed and it's like yeah no fucking shit bro
1: that is so funny yeah here's yeah here's how that should go yeah man he had a kid and hasn't changed i'm worried yeah we better call the police (laughs) (laughs) oh that means he's gonna be a weekend dad pretty soon oh
0: yeah 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 i've never like it's so funny, the people that have kids, and I have been mocked, and people get angry at me because I'm pretty vocal of, like, that's going to go badly, and I am 100, by batting rate, 100%. If really? I, if it, yeah. Yeah. All my scumbag friends from shithead Ottawa all got married super young, and I was like, this is a bad idea. You're all going to get divorced. All of them, like, rehab, all the stories are so stupid and tragic and Ottawa, weird, like...